0: So, if you're ready to step into your leadership, break through limiting beliefs, own all of who you are, and expand in abundance, grab yourself your faith cup of tea and let's dive in. Welcome to part two of my conversation with Marcos and Teddy. A reminder that part two is a little bit more rated R. Uh, we talk about sex, consent. And some of the details are slightly more graphic. So you may want to listen with headphones. And um, there's also a lot more laughing in part two. And so when you hear like kind of jarbly jupe (laughs) in the interview, it's because we're laughing. So that's um, a little bit hard to edit out. So um, just know that you're not missing anything. It's just a bunch of people laughing and um, the audio recorder can only pick up so many voices at sounds at once um, but just a heads up. A reminder from where we left off in part one I was talking about a question on paying for dates um, and so I included the snippet of the conversation uh, so you'll hear a little bit of a, a preview from the end of part one. All right, enjoy the second part of my conversation with Teddy and Marcos. So first he, was, he misunderstood the question. He thought, oh, I thought she was asking like, how do I contribute? But he's like, and then he realized, no, she's asking about how do I get more from him? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and so he was like, um, are you expect, like in this type of dynamic, like, do you expect, like, would you, get, would you offer him sex? Like, so like, I'll like, say, wow, he went there, right? Like, cause I think there's this expectation from guys. Like if I'm paying for you, then I'm expecting sex. Like, I, like there's that type of thinking. And, uh, and she was like, no, like she was kind of offended by that response. And then ultimately, and I'm looking at all your faces. Um ultimately he's like, look, like if we're talking about like true partnership, then it's not like. Then you have to think about the other person what's in the best interest and then it comes to a conversation it's not like take 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 so i i value that response um but i also from my perspective i'll share like there it's way more complex in a way because culturally women are not being paid equally to the dollar right you have like you know and if it's like if you're a woman of color and the 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 pay gap increases so i'm like there's a lot of complexity there. It's not, you know, but ultimately I agree with the partnership, like let's let's talk versus how can I get more? But I'm really interested in your guys' respect too because that's a lot.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. On some level, I'll go first. Yeah, because I mean, you just said
2: like a whole lot of triggers. <laughs> <laughs> um, What
1: was I going to say? Yeah, no, like on one level I do, just enjoy being the provider and i do like doing that and it feels good don't get me wrong um even if uh you know it hurts the wallet it still like feels satisfying just providing not expecting anything in return just like um you know like on a first date i always will or whatever but um i don't know when i was in college and i don't know i was like pretty like i guess i i hate to use the the, labeled term but you know i was like pretty hippie i was like studying geography and like all the uh like women i'd go on dates on or also in the geography departments so all like hikers and, like we're all kind of like vibe in that way i guess um but anyway because we're like poor college students i would i would say it like before uh before like we got our food or anything like are you okay getting your own food you know and like kind of setting that up like is it cool if we get our own you know unless you're like legitimately can't like do it or if it's like too much then then it's fine then i'm like happy to get it for you but since we're both kind of in this equal plane like how about we just each get each other you know unless we're just like getting coffee then it's like yeah fine like I'll, i'll get the coffee no problem but um but now that i'm older um i I feel like there is a threshold where like i'll want to pay for the first i don't know like three four dates, but there's also a lot of context you know and if i know that they have a good job and they're doing well and like whatever then um i don't have a problem asking that question but then also the the woman will sometimes just ask too or will you know just say like oh it's okay i could get mine or like um uh or rarely but sometimes it'll happen where they'll like offer to get all of it like, yeah sure <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like it feels good being on that side of it too even.
0: yeah
1: um but uh yeah.
2: yeah that's where i'm at yeah i so, i mean like i said there's a lot of triggers for me i think i think it really is the thought that counts mm-hmm. you know getting to the money thing getting to you know what are you trying like how how are you showing up um i'm a giver by nature so what i've struggled with and had to learn to combat is that i will give way more than i should and other people will just take 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 and you know so the first thing is oh this woman is just a gold digger and she just wants to have somebody pay for it you know i mean as you related the story does she even care about the guy right yeah. and so you know i think yeah i totally agree i feel, also feel like there's some threshold in which like it's really nice i was raised to be a gentleman the gentleman should pay and i think that's the intention is to express like care and respect and at some point you transition to a relationship where it's you know it's like well what is this person's what are their intentions right and it doesn't have to be money right like doesn't have to be take me out to a fancy restaurant it could be like i mean even if it's like a meal but it's like a picnic Right like it's I don't think it's about the dollar amount at all. I think it's about the intention and the effort, and I think for guys it's really hard to know if you know the person you're taking out just wants to just get stuff and go out, or if they're really trying to contribute like it might be like they had no money so maybe they pick some really great flowers or what you know what I mean like I would value that in the same way that I would value the dollars that went into buying a meal because people just can kind of contribute what they can yeah and I think for me that's the healthiest place to get to um but some people are just transactional they are Mm -hmm. and like you talk about like does that mean sex if he's always paying right some people are really transactional like that like and, the expectation
0: is sex because i'm paying all the time yeah
2: you know and like you know two kids assigned female birth and i you know they're teenagers and i'm like you just need to know that for some guys if they're paying and you accept that is like some sort of like tacit contract to they saying like yeah we can I don't know make out I mean you know or whatever um and as people get older it becomes sex and for some people it's not right so like how do you know who's being transactional and who's not it also just seems kind of slimy like yeah like it's just like ah don't go out with you know what I mean like (laughs) like if you wait if you're trying to pay so like like I'm then agreeing hereby through said payment that we will then have interco- Like ah, you know like
1: you know like expectations in general are pretty hairy yeah it's like it's better to not you know like the saying goes it's like uh expect low but uh hope for the best but expect the worst you know and uh I don't know in, in the case of like buying dinner for someone, it's not expecting the worst. It's just like, don't expect anything, you know, And like, and that's fine. You know, like, cause I, at the very least, um, well, I mean, at the very least, the conversation sucks. But, and I'm like, well, at least I know I'm not going to see this person. again.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should have made this lunch. Oh, God. <laughs> I got go. <laughs> No, but uh, you know, but if it was like a good interaction and I like there is like a spark in chemistry there, then uh then it was then it was fun. Then it was fun. You know, it was like uh I paid for like the time that we got to like get to know each other and that alone is uh valuable.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Cause personally I've been in relationships where it's just like the guy just takes action and pays. Mm-hmm. And like we're like we're at this point boyfriend, girlfriend, and I don't question it. But sometimes I'll like oh, like, oh, let me get this, or, let me get that, like, you know, and then there's other times where it's like, let's go 50-50, which has been fine, but I feel like those 50-50 ones sometimes it's like, okay, I'm I'm like. I don't know that relation. Really, none of them have lasted but it was like the, I, there was a break at once due to money and I was like well this is really interesting like like not due to money but it was a big contrib- contributor um yes yeah, so I think like money is an interesting one like for sure because it's like it's our resources that were you know about survival yeah
2: And then, I mean, there's also kind of a a station, right? Like the person who pays more, you know, should they have more of a say? Like power or There's that. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, There is like, like even between some of my women friends, it's like, oh, maybe they're trying to gain power over you if they're always paying. And I never really considered that because I'm about, well, partnership and like quote unquote equality. But it's true around like money. So how do you
2: figure out what the other person's into, right? So, you know, um, we lived in the Bay Area for a long time. And just because of the way our salaries were, um, I was paying for our house and, you know, covering more stuff. I was making more money at the time than my wife was. And, you know, it's stressful, right? Like, you know mortgage is a lot of money and you have to pay it and all that sort of stuff um and I think everybody was comfortable maybe that's more of an expectation um but now that we're up here and sold that house um, my wife makes more money than I do and so she pays the mortgage and it was really hard for her having it come out of her check she's like oh my gosh every month I have to pay the mortgage I'm The fuck do you think I did for all these years? Like, yeah. what? what? And, like, how is this suddenly you're aware? <laughs> like, oh, and it, and I just, and it occurred to me, I was like, oh my gosh, did you not realize what I was experiencing? Right. Like, so I think the concern is, I think awareness and sensitivity what's for what's going on for your partner makes it so that money's not an issue
0: yeah
2: right like it is much easier for her to pay the mortgage than it would be for me right and does that mean we shouldn't have a house does that mean that I should always have a job that pays more Yeah. you know what I mean and I've seen it mess with her head that the mortgage comes out of her check like it messes with her head like you know and occasionally I'll remind us like well I paid for the last house like what (laughs) But it's not in a sort of check kind of way, but it, I see her calm down.
0: Oh, when you but, remind her. When I remind
2: her. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay.
0: You know, right. yeah, you know? Uh-huh. I have to say that's a lot of societal conditioning because my brain does that too. Like it's like, it does calculations of coming back into balance. Like I want to make sure I don't overpay all the time and I'll just be completely transparent with that. Like, oh, it's okay if I'm paying because last time this person paid and it balances up in my universe. <laughs> but it's really interesting because it's okay if, you know, if I'm with a guy and he overpays all the time and I'm contributing. That's very like conditioning right there. And it's so ingrained. And I think it even comes before I was born and, you know, my parents' generation. Yeah. yeah. And where when your wife well which as just pay mortgage does that affect you in any way in terms of receiving that or
2: it does not be and I think that it could I have thought about this um I think it's really good for me that um that I did pay for the last house and that I sold it and like we made a lot of money in selling it um you know it's a Bay Area house I can be like, like hey, I paid for Bay Area house. you know what I mean, like. But if not for that, again, getting to the societal conditioning, I could be like, man, I'm like, pulling my own weight, like, you know, I'm like, man, I just, you know, um, yeah, Yeah, I don't know.
0: So it's interesting. Like, I think it's like women have their stories and men have their stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um
2: And so then what do we pass on? Right. Right. You know, I think about this with my kids all the time. What should I be teaching them? Should yeah. I be teaching them that the man pays? Because I'm very much by nature and in practice, the nurturer. And I made this transition really having seen my mom transition and talk about it from being the, <laughs> it's crazy. She says this, she's like, oh yeah, what. You know your father and i were first married i would just get my check and i would just endorse it and give it to my you know to my husband and i was like what you just <laughs> handed a man your whole paycheck <laughs> i was like what kind of 19 19- <laughs> oh okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right but then they came they snapped their heads into reality because my mom is just really good with money mm. she's got an amazing Accounting mind. She in my whole lifetime has always done the taxes for the family. Um, and so he should have been handed his check to her, like from day one. Um, and so they made that transition. I don't know what the bridge was like, you know, from her handing <laughs> her check to him to her being like, nah, you know, but they made that transition and I realized that like I am a nurturer, like I really enjoy. Hanging out with the kids, raising the kids. I am really good at multitasking. And so having to take the kids 50 million places and also squeeze work in and do all this other sort of stuff and make food and like, yeah, I'm good with that. And I enjoy that. Um, so arguably the person who enjoys that should be the one doing that, whether they're male or female. Mm, right.
0: Yeah, I, I like that. But like,
2: that's not necessarily okay still messes with people's heads it does
0: can I, I mean even with my dad he'll say to me uh that date you went on who paid mm-hmm. <laughs> he'll ask me and he'll be like don't go for the 50 50s now like you don't want to like don't go for the like you know he's like i mean especially in the beginning yeah. Yeah. i can see that and it's like i'll even talk to my women friends who are like older than me and we'll share dating stories and like oh yeah that that I, he made me pay and I like first date coffee It's <laughs> he's like, I was out like, that was that like, you know, or like even dinner. Um, And it's really interesting. Cause I'm like, Oh, the, for me, even like, you know, if I'm newer to the dating experience, I'd be like, okay, so that's like, I'm learning. I said, okay, so that's not good. I want to find someone who is paying. Cause I, you know, it's like, it's very interesting the dynamics. And I know, like, of a friend, like, she's like, oh, yeah, my now boyfriend of three years, the very first date, he didn't pay. And, but ended up, like, they were. They ended up just kind of being friends. And over time, the relationship developed. So there's lots of, like, and I was like, well, what made you continue dating him? She's like, I wasn't interested in necessarily dating. We were just, we had a lot of common interests. And she's like, and I was willing to try something new because things I was doing previously wasn't working.
2: (laughs)
1: I'm
0: like, oh so it's like I don't know it's, it's a fascinating topic
1: yeah that's interesting uh I don't know yeah for me I feel like going back to the expectations thing like I feel like that's usually my default you know that of, like when I'm when I'm dating someone it's like one like there is that attraction but you know also I find that person interesting so like if I at the very least get like a friend then that's cool you know so i'm not like necessarily expecting it to be like develop into a thing unless i really want that you know then i can make that clear but also like i don't know like be patient and I'll, i'll like wait to um to see how the relationship develops you know but even if it is like there isn't that expectation of us uh like actually like quote dating or becoming uh romantic partners or anything, like I'll still want to, you know, provide in the beginning and uh, yeah, like pay for pay for the dates and stuff. But um, yeah, I guess I'm not necessarily expecting it to get there. And um, by just expecting a, a bottom line that it's just a friendship, it kind of does away with a lot of the, uh, I don't know, I guess like those pressures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then also, like, I don't know, I feel like it's, it's a, you kind of tap in with the person in like a, um, behind all of the, like the conditioning and stuff. Like it really lets you like see the person as they are, um, as like going into it through like the friends, you know? And I, I feel like that's like a big stigma. It's like, oh, like, like friend zone, you know, that's like such a thing. But it's like it's like, well, like if I want a relationship to work, at first we have to be friends. Mm-hmm. Like we have to be able to have things in common, so like, you mm-hmm. know, be able just to like hold conversations and like enjoy our company uh like I would with any friend, regardless of gender. And then uh then I could build off of that, you know, if there's more like attraction or there's more like um whatever else there.
0: Yeah.
1: Know? Um it's it's really I think it's unhealthy to assume the like the the notion of like the um what's it called it's like the when you first see someone you fall in love love at first sight you know yeah Yeah, it's like these things kind of tend to to develop and grow you know you cultivate that love over time it's not just like sudden um and I feel like that's also something of uh dangerous, unhealthy with like social media and like the instant gratification, mm-hmm. you know, you just like, whoa, this person is like <laughs> like sexy and hot and like, you know, you just like want that. And then like, you know, it doesn't pan out or whatever happens, but then it's just like on to the next one, you know, where if you're kind of going at it with like more of a foundation, it's going to last longer and be more meaningful in the end.
0: Yeah. And I think that's where like the partnership comes in, like having each other's back. Mm-hmm. Um and then it's like, okay, well, what, you know, how how can we talk and then have it serve us both, whatever decisions we make?
2: Um, can I just say, I, I totally agree with what you're saying, um, but in my marriage, it's the exact opposite. <laughs> and it was funny too because when I went away, you know, uh, to school, that's where I met my wife, and um, my friends had said, Teddy, we know you were the romantic type who's like quick to fall for somebody. So don't be coming back here and talking about oh my god i love me, you. you know. And literally, uh, the first week, like classes hadn't even begun. It's like oh my god, that's the girl, <laughs> 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 you know. But but I do think you know as you're talking, yes, like I'm. Mean, I'd just say like getting past the makeup, right? Like there's no relationship if the makeup is still on right like if people are still just kind of trying to present a pretty face like that's not who they are you know that's not what your life is going to be like with them and you know you need to get past that to just like see what it even is and I definitely agree that the
1: the wisest and probably the safest way to
2: do that is to start as friends first yeah and like
1: don't get me wrong like there's people that I meet or like women that I meet that I'm like really attracted to and that just like really excite me. Mm-hmm. And I want to just like go straight to like <laughs> zero to a hundred, you know, but I I try to practice that restraint to like, mm-hmm. like, well, first let's see if there's like a foundation here, you know? Um, because it might end up like, I don't know, just like not working out or it'll be, um, I don't know. I guess it's just like easier. And given my like, just track record of like having more female friends and stuff. That's like how I like connect to women. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like I like, let's just like start as just like people just getting to know each other and then like see if that works. Because if I just try and uh, I don't know, like quote, like have game or just try (laughs) to try to like zero uh, game. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> In my point exactly you know it's like if i try to like go straight to like um you know like a like a sexual relationship or straight into like partnership or something it's uh I don't know I I just like it's hard for me to do that I can't just like but shouldn't I mean we're guys right so like this is a
2: guy podcast shouldn't we be talking about the conquest (laughs) (laughs) smoking hot and I just (laughs) like one night stand you know I don't even answer her calls but it was you know what I mean aren't we supposed to like I I, I, I know (laughs) I I
1: still hear that when I if I get like a number or something from like someone else you know that i like really attracted to wow you know there's a I'm just like thinking last year i think i told you about it i was i went to a concert of this all-female band that i really like they're called uh, war paint and um you know i wasn't expecting anything at all it's like i'm just going to this i went alone and uh and th- i think that alone like just the fact that i went alone i kind of in my mind is like man i really hope i get like about, like a second with like one of these bandmates you know just just i don't know they're don't be wrong they're like amazing musicians and i just like listen to their music a lot not just like uh not just because they're all like attractive women but i do happen to have like a crush on all of them and uh yeah so i like showed up i was waiting for the opener to start and like lo and behold the like lead guitar player is standing like right behind me and i just like you know like the spark my like heart's pumping and i'm like i can't not say that, you, know? <laughs> and, uh, you know and like she's starting to get like people are like coming around and talking to her so I'm, like i'm just gonna you know I gotta be patient and um and you know eventually like the people leave and i don't want to just like you know just like you yeah yeah just, they don't outside just like wait a little bit and then i just like turn around i'm like hey can i get you a drink and I noticed in that moment, she had a drink. <laughs> but uh, the, uh, the gods favored and were like, and she she said, you know, I got this drink and it tastes horrible. Like I would love like a different drink. And then I was just like, okay, great. What do you want? And uh, I like went and got it. I came back and gave it to her. and um, And I just told her like flat out, like, you don't, like, we don't need to talk like this doesn't have to be like an exchange like i just appreciate your music i appreciate everything you put out but, like here you go and like again surprised like she started just like asking me questions about like you know just what i do and who i am and stuff and we ended up talking throughout the whole opener and just talking about like um like music that we're into and like their influences and all this stuff and it was great and uh yeah, we really hit it off and then at the end i i like asked her for her number i was like can, like can we keep like talking and she said yeah and uh she gave me her number and uh and now like to me like that whole time that whole conversation i was like like i felt like my abs were like flexed and, like, holding straight and like just trying to uh just, it was like the most composed, smoothest version of myself that I've ever even seen. Where like after about I like so impressed, but then at the same time it was like ready to explode. And I just like sent a voice message to one of my friends, just like you. Won't believe <laughs> and uh, of course, nothing came from it. Like I texted, like I don't know. She only responded once, but um, but it was it was fine. But that to me, talking about the conquering, like that to me was like the most like high of like.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Um,
2: like me too. I yeah. love that.
0: That's <laughs> hilarious. And like, that's, yeah. Thanks for sharing that. It's just, it's also like, as you were saying, sh- it's like you were like very alert and like, like man mode. <laughs>
1: yeah, you were flexed.
0: I mean, yeah. <laughs> it
1: was like out of like not trying to say anything dumb and just trying to be like, Careful and like, okay, hold conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't be stupid.
0: Don't say it. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh goodness. I, um, so I want this next segment to be how not to be an asshole because oh. I want to talk about consent. <laughs> and there's something you said yesterday, Teddy, around like, because I was talking about the way of the superior man and how, like, I mean, he goes pretty kind of graphic and like he's talking about like penetration and like you want to like you know women want to be deeply felt by you and your dick <laughs> I'm just like whoa but like I don't know if he said dick he might have said cock <laughs> In his books but like I like your face daddy because like how
2: graphic I should
0: be i I actually think I'm curious what your guys' views start on, on this book because everyone who has healthy relationships with their wives and the wives have read it they really like this book because it's talking about polarity and stuff but like he's talking about like this is how you like the man right like you know um but I appreciate what you were saying I I was like well, there has to be consent there. Because, you know, um, otherwise, because you're talking about, like, guys can be rapists. And I also feel like women listening, because most of my listeners are women, they have to, like, know that they can give, like, it's their, like, setting the foundation for consent should be the basis, Mm -hmm. right? Like, But it's very, the lines are very, like, iffy because there's fear around creating boundaries. Um, And at the end of the day, the woman is the one that gets, like, the shorter end of the stick if there wasn't a verbal consent. Yeah, so I'm, like, I'm here.
2: Yeah, so I think what's just really complicated, especially, you know, being a guy with the expectation on you that you're going to kiss her. You know, like, every story, everything is like, oh, so did he kiss you? Right, you know what I mean? Like, it's always like, did he take you? You know, and guys are expected to do that. And I was just never the guy who's just gonna like grab some woman and kiss her, like, that's just like that. Like, I just wouldn't do that. Um, and so <laughs> I also just think it's really disrespectful and like, what? Like, it's, it just seems like assault and it's. To me, maybe it's personal, it's just not arousing, right? Um, Unless it's consensual, like unless the person wants to be with you, that's just not, that's not arousing to me.
0: Taking a break from my conversation with Teddy and Marcos to share that in December, I am hosting a pop-up container called Spacious, December edition where it is for people who desire to connect in community with like-minded people during the holidays while still working on their business in a way that is nourishing, has breakthrough. We'll be doing three potent themed mini breathwork sessions and also have a audio container through Voxer, which is like a walkie talkie app to receive support. And if you've never tried breathwork before and don't know if you can commit to three times of it in December, you're welcome to join us on Sunday, December 19th at 4 p.m. Pacific time for a virtual group breathwork session called Breathwork for Clarity. And if you enjoy it, you can actually apply the payment towards spacious December edition all the breathwork sessions will be available for replay and Spacious December edition is really here to provide space, for being witnessed, for sharing what's happening in a time of the year that can be a little bit isolating and um, and also somewhat chaotic so the space is for you if you feel called. Spacious is currently on Early Birds Special through end of Sunday, December 19th. Details are in show notes and I hope to see you there or you can always reach out to ask any questions. All right, now back to the show.
2: And so I think there has to be some safety established Mm -hmm. because I do think on the other end of having established consent and having established safety, I have also heard you know, from women friends talk about rape fantasies. And I'm like, wait, you (laughs) fantasize about being raped? And like, yeah, I'm like, okay, so wait, what? And then, so one of my friends was telling me that one of his best friends had always had this fantasy of getting grabbed off the street from and dragged into a van. Oh my God. And then like raped. And I was like, are you kidding me? That is crazy. And He's like, yes. Yeah. So for her birthday, we rented a van. What? Yeah. And grabbed her. I don't, I presume they had sex with her or whatever, but she, he was telling me that she was like, yeah, this is what she'd said she'd always wanted. And like, and he wasn't some like, I'm just going to say scary rapist looking guy. Like <laughs> he was, he was the meekest, skinniest yeah. like like he was the most non-threatening mm-hmm. human ever. So I think this if this was coming from some like, you know, you know, I don't know, bodybuilder, frat bro maybe right. I would I would probably heard the story very differently. Yeah. Um but having him told the story about his friend and having heard from you know women that You know they have these fantasies not like actual like being raped but just this like the man taking yeah conquest um like it just it's still i'm i'm still confused by it oh god so i can only speak to my comfort and interest and arousal comes through consent you know yeah but it's out there right
0: wow like i didn't like i can understand like it's fantasy versus reality was there like, did she say how is she liked it? Like, was she surprised and like, get off me? Like, what was there? Like, I
2: mean, we didn't get that far into it. <laughs> no, but <laughs> he had said, I, I like, was, was she, had always, <laughs> she had always wanted this, and I was just like, always wanted to be dragged into the back of a van. Like,
0: but, but... so there's this episode in Allie McBeal, really okay. old, right? Where it's like, what Portia, uh, that's her real name, the blonde. Uh, she, I think, like, her the guy the curly hair guy <laughs> in the show um he heard like that was her fantasy of wanting to be spanked mm-hmm. and so one night he spanks her and she's so pissed mm-hmm. right because it's like well this is different than fantasy and reality and also consent yeah anyways
2: well i mean getting to sex right like um you know long ago dated a woman who had long long hair and she'd like I hate it because guys would like you know doing a doggy style to pull my hair um, you know but we were doing it and she was like
1: hey will you pull my hair like, you, just, um, you know what
2: i mean right, right. So, yeah yeah
1: as soon as that consent yeah uh, gate is crossed then it's okay you yeah know, the spanking would have been fine if they just would have asked for it yeah or, you know with is, some kind of communication
0: yeah um which goes to like what is consent then like is this like that verbal asking and it's like you're talking about you've been kissing like sh- can i kiss you like but you're also saying something sometimes was awkward so i'm just like what i'm just
2: curious well i so you were saying mm-hmm. asking get laughed at that is the common oh, right? response yeah. that is okay. the common yeah, response not. from women if you ask for consent is like the
1: shock and sometimes like what yeah i mean it, yeah that's that's what i do i I will ask if uh if it's okay to kiss them is and, there a
0: percentage uh, of the women that laugh versus not
1: um i would say uh, i don't know probably like 85 percent like laugh or have that like kind of shock but um but it's like happened every time and each and a hundred percent of the time it's been appreciated like they're like in the moment it's just like whoa weird and then like it'll probably be like you know it could be like seconds after or or like the next day or they'll be like you know I really appreciated that you know
2: because I
0: I would appreciate it I might giggle because it's like oh this is like happening (laughs) yeah but Mm -hmm. I would always appreciate that um because it's respect and it's like, okay, we've established consent. Yeah, so thanks for asking people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and uh, yeah, I don't know, it, and same thing, like it'd be, I feel like I would be too uncomfortable just like going for it if it wasn't like expected or like, I don't know, you obviously feel it and, Like you feel the energy and like, but I also don't know if what I'm feeling is mutual, you know, and that's what's hard to, hard to gauge because sometimes you like, you know, after like talking to someone or, and you've like had like some drinks or whatever, like you're feeling a type of way. And you're just like, man, I think we're really vibing. And like, like they probably are too. It seems like they're having fun, but you don't really know, yeah. you know, you can't know for sure. And I feel like it would be disrespectful to just like go for it, unless it was like obvious, you know, there is, there are nonverbal ways, you know, for sure of communicating that, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just generally speaking you know i i feel like they're but even regardless like non-verbal or verbal like it it, it should be clear you yeah
0: know? i really appreciate that um otherwise it becomes awkward it's like eh, eh, and then it's a guessing game mm-hmm.
2: um yeah. there's also kind of the expectation so what do you do about the uh went on a date went to dinner whatever guy paid of course because he was supposed to and uh it's the good night on the doorstep right like hug kiss like kiss on cheek (laughs) like how do you navigate Uh,
0: that? well I know I can speak for myself if I'm not interested even after like the dinner and go I'll let the guy know immediately because I want to avoid all of that
2: Mm -mm 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 like <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Good thing I can run in heels.
0: <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, that's funny. No, I'm usually it's just because I don't want the awkward moment and I don't want that person to question. Yeah. So I just give it straight. But I know not everybody does that.
1: Yeah, I mean I'll again I'll just like ask in that situation yeah yeah it feels right
0: um yeah and then like I guess it's like I don't know like if there is like no no then then it's like well how is it just a hug and then it's like I would appreciate like asking like can I kiss you and then it's like and then it's the task like are you a good kisser
2: (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. just a test kiss I just gotta say it I hope I don't get in trouble so my, my wife like the first time we kissed she was like wait no no that wasn't a good one ah!
1: <laughs> the first one's gotta be better
2: at the, same time, at the same time I was like oh man is that what it's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, but I hadn't thought about that. That's, <laughs> about That's
0: funny. Yeah. Well, I also wanted to say, like, you were sharing Teddy about like this kind of this asshole guy who was like, "No, I just take." Oh, like, she has to say three no's or something.
2: That dude, like that. I think. Bad. I think. Yeah. So yeah, when he was talking about, you know, I think it's not a no until she said no three times the the most horrifying thing for me in hearing that was he can't be the only one Mm -hmm. who thinks this way you know and he just said it Mm. you know that's i think that was the biggest um and the most horrifying part because it's just like what even you know like what is sex to him like what does he just see you know the woman as a piece of meat or like who if she's not fighting him off it's okay like yeah how like what is you know and i i i struggled with that because i couldn't even conceive of how that could be pleasurable but then it also just makes me think about like how many people are out there kind of living this way and then also, like, where did that even come from? Yeah. Like, how does he think that that's okay or a good idea? Or, like, why did he even think, as I was saying, why did he even think that I would not
1: hit him in the face for saying that? You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, instead, it's like the, from him, it would be like more like, a, like the expectation is that you would like confirm. And yeah. Be like, yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Totally. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah I don't know and then of course how do you identify people like that right I mean there's savages everywhere right so we accept they're savages and like how do you just at least
0: I wonder yeah it's like in my mind it's like they keep getting away with it right and this I think this comes to also like women doing their well it has to be on the women's part because otherwise this is going to keep perpetuating and well it's also men's as well, right? Because they have to gain consent. But I think because we're not taught, like we're not taught in schools how to communicate this stuff. And then like depending on parents, it's, it's like awkward. So it's like there are like programs out there. There's one like from um her name is Kimberly Ann Johnson and she wrote the book Call of the Wild. And she her work is primarily supporting women and how to be the quote. Like she when she says predator is how to be the jaguar, how to like like have a conversation, set the boundaries so you know in your body how it feels and then so we can have sex that changes the world. That's what she says. And I really recommend her work um, because it is about like feeling like, well, like what is sex? Let's have a conversation. So it doesn't have to be like what's typical, but we can have a dialogue so that it's really empowering for both people, right? Because we like, yeah, there's a lot of layers there around like women don't even know the type of sex they can have. Like, but, they, but they know they don't want the one that's being offered to them. But how do you communicate? Like, that? what
2: is sex supposed to be? Right. Right. I mean, I think I'm. I don't. Know, I can't even imagine what it's like for kids today who are growing up with like free access to porn.
0: Oh God. That yeah. is
2: just like, oh man, like that is not the way people want to have sex. You know what I mean? And I was, I would think back to like the first time I was going to have sex, but didn't. Because me and my girlfriend at the time, we were just both so nervous. Mm. And so just like, like we both wanted to have sex, but we were like, we are not ready. Like, mm. and so just didn't, you know, because it would have just, it wouldn't have been, in my mind, it wouldn't have been what sex is supposed to be, which is like a connection that's enjoyable. And you know what I mean? Like, it was just anxiety producing. And mm. so, you know, how do you you know I mean I think women if they're going into a sexual relationship you know knowing like this is what I'm expecting or this is what's supposed to what I want or this is what's going to feel good and rather than just like well kind of take whatever I get you know yeah I don't know that doesn't feel good or sound good (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. yeah
1: Hmm. yeah I was just thinking um yeah I don't know like having uh just like consideration right Mm -hmm. and um and you know like let's make this an experience that's like enjoyable to both of us and um I don't know like working towards that you know Mm -hmm. that to me is like you know the quote goal if there is a goal is that like we're both getting out of it you know because it doesn't seem uh in anything you know it's like it's not fun when it's just like one-sided you know and it's, right. it's and it's kind of going back to like the um i don't know kind of what you were saying about that guy there's like the intention there isn't maybe it's probably not like pleasure but it is like things regarding like power and control and like uh the the idea of like the conquest yeah. right and it's like i i yeah i like i i came no pun intended and conquered you know and the. Uh, as opposed to, like, actually seeing this as, like, a, um, as an experience or, like, a moment that's being shared between two people.
0: Yeah, I think that's the piece where it's, like, that conquest mentality, like, the frat boy, like, you know, like, whatever, the numbers versus, like, actual partnership and making sure, like, yeah, that's, like, that's, I think, ideally, people want to, the second option but somehow some I think so really, like haywired
1: <laughs> right yeah and I mean that's something with like porn and with like just culture you know? yeah. it's just like it's very much or, or at least how like um men men are raised you know
0: right which goes back to like my whole thinking of like if men heal, <laughs> like the world could be a better place because then we're all but women need to heal as well like we all have our own trauma
2: so maybe it is the power um in other aspects of your life you know um if you're the guy I'm just thinking about this guy who's like well takes three no's like he just seems like the kind of guy who was never well liked Mm -hmm. um I mean he was good enough looking right but probably never very well liked. probably not popular and where did he shine in his life you know I mean if It just seems to me that if you have done things that gave you opportunities to feel good about yourself and be respected, that you're not trying to just like dominate someone. Like that's not, like you don't need to do that to feel good about yourself.
0: Yeah.
2: So you're not necessarily going into a relationship as a conquest, you know? Yeah. That's just what's in my head. I don't know, I don't know.
1: Issues.
0: yeah well we I think we've talked for like 90 minutes um it's like past noon <laughs> um or I didn't actually introduce you guys like your age and background is there anything you would like to share like anything else like final words and maybe share like uh, I think it'll be interesting for listeners because, like, I've covered, like, there's quite an age gap in the guys I've interviewed. I think a lot have been in their 30s. Um, but I think it'll be interesting just to see, like, the spectrum.
2: Yeah, I can go. Um, my name's Teddy Johnson. I'm 52 years old. And uh, let's see wife, two kids, been married for 19 years. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my uh yeah and and I think but at the same time always really looked forward to even as a kid really looked forward to raising daughters Mm. and so you know I think that's probably a lot of my bias is going through junior high and seeing the way girls treated each other and then coupling that with growing up in a matriarchal family um you know just always been really respectful of women and I've also been really fortunate in that I've been able to get to a place where i was just good at stuff right like there's been stuff that I was good at um never bullied or anything like that so I think there's a, a lot of the trauma that might drive people to behave in various ways I feel fortunate to have escaped you know and I feel really fortunate to have been able to communicate with you know women who made it possible for me to have healthy relationships and and have positive experiences with that you know I mean I know guys like one of my best friends he's like oh yeah first time I had sex was with a girl who was a year ahead of me in high school and um I had no idea what I was doing but she definitely knew what she was doing and she kind of had sex with me you know (laughs) I mean so it kind of goes the other way too um and i just feel for me it's really fortunate that i just kind of got to be where i was at the time that i was ready and didn't really have pressures beyond that
0: Mm. thank you
1: Mm -hmm. um hi i'm uh, marcos the divided um 31 and uh yeah i don't know i mean like i said in the beginning like uh my upbringing was pretty much through like my mom's eyes you know seeing like going through just like failed marriages and um and seeing a lot of examples of poor male role models and feeling this like kind of need for one as i grew up and um and I don't know, my my father is really like very short tempered, very emotional. Like you, you know, just like on a, just like a whim would be like breaking like half the dishes, you know, and just like really explosive. And as a little kid, I like picked that up too. And I would get really emotional and be breaking my toys. And like I was the obnoxious kid like screaming in Walmart for a toy and stuff. And it wasn't until I found martial arts in like middle school that I started to like It it taught me like breath work, you know, it was uh, the first school I was in was uh, like Shaolin Kung Fu. And like, that was the first thing it was like holding like horse stance and like practicing the breathing and like learning to like channel this energy. And, um, and then, you know, as I got into like high school and um, I don't know, I was always kind of just like scrappy too. So even in middle school, just for fun, I would like want to like fight people and stuff. And I think that Um, Even being, like, kind of, like, a skinnier guy who's also known to be, like, really nice and, like, you know, not, like, the typical masculine, you know, who has, like, just, like, uh, you know, who's, like, in the friend zone with, like, random women or random girls. And uh, it just because I, like, had that, like, scrappiness, I guess, it was enough to, like, not have bullies and not have, like, people to pick on me because they knew that like even though I was like the quote nice guy I would still like be down to fight you know (laughs) and uh and that martial arts kind of gave me that confidence from a young age and then fast forward um into like college years I was experimenting a lot with psychedelics and um I mean I don't necessarily Uh, recommend but you know everything at your own risk but it's for me it was really transformational like it wasn't until I was um, experimenting with LSD and mushrooms that I like realized I was suppressing like I was suppressing my parents divorce I was just like suppressing like all of this resentment towards like my mom and towards uh just all the people in my life and all these things and it really forced me to like face that and uh yeah, it really just opened my eyes to to a lot and it gave me the ability to to reflect and be able to like really see that for myself. And now fast forward into more into adulthood, I I have kept that without the need of the psychedelics. Um, and yeah, I don't know. And it, it always just comes back to my mom, you know, seeing her go through all these like really like kind of shitty situations with um, these like macho men and, but also being fortunate enough to um, to have traveled and to have met like uh like respectable male figures and trying and seeing these like people who, in my eyes are like the the warriors or the king archetypes of like these men who like have respectable uh, relationships, who practice consent, but are also like, um like strong and they fit the masculine qualities but are also in tune with like the 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 femininity you know and uh and that's really helped shape who i am as a person who i am today and um yeah and the, yeah going back to my mom just like i i see that and i try hard to not be that person who's trying to like um Or like who's causing that kind of pain you -hmm. know and to um you know like i would never want to um, yeah like be like leave someone to have to raise kids on their own or like be in any kind of situation like that so that's it comes from a place of like compassion and empathy in the beginning Mm
0: -hmm. thank
1: you thank you
0: so that wraps up the men's series, the special edition in the Sacred Emergence podcast. I trust you enjoyed the rich, juicy conversations with not just Marcos and Teddy, but with all the other men from the interviews in the men's series. I am truly grateful for the men who said yes and were willing to ask questions and be vulnerable and share their insights i trust that there was something here for you and if you feel called please share any of the episodes with someone whom you think can benefit or you can also share it on social media and tag me at michelle if it's on instagram and yeah i hope you have a beautiful day evening night wherever you're at and i'll see you again soon cheers to help you feel more supported and nourished in your body and nervous system you're invited to download the free i am supported meditation in the show notes may you feel grounded in who you are as you become the fullest expression of yourself thank you for listening to the sacred emergence podcast make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode and thank you in advance for sharing with those who can benefit until next time